Hello, everybody. Welcome to Following Jesus with Christ Church. My name is Andrew Vandermoss, one of the pastors at Christ Church. And I'm Addison Hawkins, friend, colleague, and co-host with Andrew. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we hope to share some observations and some stories about following Jesus from our little perspective here at Christ Church in Grand Rapids. The Christian life is one of joy. That's our topic for today. Robert Ferrer Capon puts it this way, the dance that God has invited us to is always going on. The band playing the music of forgiveness never takes a break. The real job of, as, of Christians, as far as the world is concerned, is to simply dance to the hidden music, to wake the world up to the party. I've always loved that idea. You can just see the joy that is bubbling up in the life of the Christian. Now, I know we all experience that in different levels and different ways, and we express it in different ways. But we wanted for today, the sake of our community, to invite uh, a couple of people on there that really exhibit this joy, and that is Don and Sherry Levy. Welcome. Great to have you with us today. Thanks for asking. We're yeah. glad to be here. Yeah. I, sometimes when I ask Don, uh, how are you doing? I'm happy, he says. And, uh, <laughs> and he laughs just like that, and he has a smile. And uh, so we thought, who better to talk to about joy and cultivating that kind of life uh, than Don and Sherry, because they share it and do it so well. Although, uh, not perfectly, it was we'll hear in a minute. But let's talk about just this, this new phase of life that you all are in. How are you adjusting to not just the, the COVID-19 restrictions, but a uh, new phase of life for you with retirement. So just bring us up to speed on the life of Don and Sherry. Well, maybe we should start how it, um, it was sort of a transition of vacation. Sherry, could you tell me how we experienced it when we came back? Well, we were in California for the first two weeks of March and just, you know, the virus was around, but um, by the time we got home, we were like, wow, we made it home. You know, the plane was even not completely full or anything. And um, we were, so we got home and it was like, okay, you have to stay home. And we were, it felt like a continuation of vacation. So for a while we were like, okay, this is good. And we're gradually realizing it's not just vacation. It's a new way of life that we're going to have to figure out. And uh, also for Don, it was the first time that he was home every day uh, because he wasn't working at all. So it's been, um, a learning experience, a learning curve um, to know how much togetherness we want and how much we need to be on our own a little bit. Right. Um, as you said, Andrew, Don is always happy, always upbeat, and uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and sometimes if you're not, it's hard to be um, feeling like, you know, you're the, the downer. Yeah. If, if the other person were just normal, it'd be okay, but no, <laughs> you have to be happy. So um, we've, give, we've learned to give each other space. I don't wake up happy, but I can get there in a short time. But uh, I need a little bit of, you know, alone time in the morning. Um, and what, uh, the way that sort of has transitioned, um, we, I'd be, I'd be, I wake up before Sherry does. I become the breakfast maker, and that started quite a few years ago. 
and that gives me a lot of time to, you know, potsky around and, and get breakfast going and give Sherry a chance to wake up and have half a cup of coffee. Uh, works pretty well. And when people ask me, how come I'm happy all the time? <laughs> I think to, th there's two big reasons. One of it is, I don't know. I mean, it's just genes or something. I don't know. I just <laughs> am. Um, but the second reason is, surprisingly enough, she's, she just says, well, I'm sort of a downer. The reason I'm so happy all the time is I get to live with this woman. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it's phenomenal. So were you raising your hand? Well, you forgot your first source of happiness. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's my second source of happiness. Uh, salvation is my first source of happiness. And I'll, you know, that's true. I'll try to say that to people. Um, but anyway, we have some habits that were in place for, what, 15 years now? Of, of getting the day started. And maybe you could tell them about that. <clears throat> well, we both used to do our devotion separately. Don, when he first got up, and me um, any time during the day, because I didn't work. And um, my, we went to visit my aunt and uncle, who uh, he was a Lutheran pastor, and they invited us to do devotions with them. And they shared with us that they do their devotions together every morning. And um, it was just such a wonderful time that Don being... Um, who he is, he immediately said, we're going to start doing that too. And we have found that it's, um, it's really good for us, our spiritual growth as a couple to grow together in our devotion. So we've really enjoyed doing that. And um, I would say I, we, um, we went on vacation with Dick and Pat Beist last year, and yeah. we introduced them to that. And Pat said they do it too now all the time. They really like it. That's great. So you guys had some, some prearranged things that you know, you were doing for many years that, you know, kind of slid in, maybe changed a little bit, shifted a little bit. What are some of the other things you do to stay positive during all this? Well, um, we have breakfast and now because there's no time restraints, it's more leisurely. And then um, uh, Sherry, we, we have three devotions that we've been using for years. Uh, one is Tim Keller, that book that, uh, this previous year, we, the whole church was doing the one on Proverbs. So she reads the, the both all of these books are divided into daily sections. So Sherry reads the Tim Keller portion. No, I'm sorry, I read the Tim Keller portion, and then Sherry reads uh, the second one, which is a C.S. Lewis compilation, and she reads uh, the day in that, and then she'll read uh, Sarah Young, and then she prays, and then I pray. Um, that's our pattern. What uh, I especially like about it, to tell you the truth, after we, when we start to pray, we usually jump into a chair that's right now behind me, and Sherry sits, typically sits in that chair, and I typically kind of, you know, sit down at her feet, and, and we hold hands, and she prays, and it's, I hope I can say this clearly enough, it's like a, a joy, it's like a privilege, it's like holy mantle, not only do I get to live with this lady, but I get to hear her deepest prayers. She's very transparent when she prays. So um, that's really, really nice. And then I beg God, Lord, please, you know, having heard what she was praying for, hey, I'm on board for all that stuff, Lord, please, hear me, it's Donnie boy. I'll pray, I want that stuff. And maybe then I'll just add in something that is on my agenda. Um, yeah. But it's, it's really nice to find out how that person um, 
phrase. Yeah. Should have just me a note. It says inside, well, outside. I don't know what we, that means. Attica said, what else do we do? So you try to do one constructive thing in the house that, yes. you know, and one something outside. outside. Um, it's just a way of, of uh, organizing your day. Yeah, like I pruned, a couple of days ago, I pruned the roses. That was the outside job. Yeah. Uh, and we, we try to um, call, we both try to call a couple of people each day just to, you know, try to keep up with people that we're not seeing that we would normally be seeing. And of course, our children, we have grown children who, right. you know, uh, we try to uh, make sure we talk to them every week because, uh, yeah. And um, we have a C group. Oh yeah, we've and done. we uh, we've now done two Zoom meetings with our C group, and that's been kind of fun, yeah. um, you know, for people that are not super high tech. But I guess we're run of the mill. No, it's really been wonderful uh, because I think I said earlier that I'm I'm really quite an introvert, and I'm like whoopee, I get to stay home. But when we did the first Zoom meeting, I didn't couldn't believe how happy I was to see everybody mm -hmm. and to hear their voices, and realize that I really need that. Yeah. Yeah, as you think about think about sort of our patterns and the disruption that has come in, I think, you know, like when we have a snow day, we're sort of happy about the snow day for the day, but then you're ready to go back to life. Now we're sort of way over the snow dayness of this. And I just wonder, like, how is this disruption going to change us? Like what what things are going to come about as a result of having been through this time. Any reflections on that? Things that you might have been learning or you anticipate might think differently about? What about, tell them about the birds. Oh, well, I'm, this is not exactly, I don't think what you were driving at, Andrew, but that we go all the way to California every winter to look at birds because there's so many beautiful ones out there. And since we've been back, we've noticed there are so many beautiful birds right here uh, all around us. And that, so just take notice and take joy in where you are. Yeah, for sure. And I think actually my, one of my big concerns is that I won't change very much. I'd really like to change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd like to uh, be able to focus more on the really important things and not be so distracted by, you know, daily life. Yeah. We were talking earlier and you had mentioned that, you know, sort of this myth that we have, if I only had more time, I would do this. And, and now we have all the time in the world and we don't find ourselves doing those things. You want to speak any more to that? Um, well, I'm, I'm sort of surprised at um, the fact that I'm not doing stuff I really thought I wanted to do. So I'm just having to rethink, why am I not doing them? Mm. Um, is it because I maybe I never really wanted to? Or some of it is, um, like I want to I want to paint. I've tried watercoloring before. I've taken courses with Pat and many other courses. I don't have any talent, really. So I still want to do it. But every time I try it, I you know it's kind of disappointing. But I do also want to write. And um, I have... Um, I did write one poem about the, this situation, and um, I realized that that is something I do still really want to do, so um, I have time to do it now, so hopefully I can uh, pursue that more. Hey, and if you guys want to pitch in on this uh, this new this path of Sherry writing, <laughs> pray like crazy, because oh. I know that that would be something that, I mean, she has 
written quite a few poems, but most of them are, are like at the time when she was working at Calvin in the Universe Department sure. in, that, in that era. Um, and she talks about it a lot. So I know it's really something she wants to do. So um, join your prayers that that happened. That would be sweet. It's really evident just talking to you guys, even here now for a few minutes and having known you at church, that you guys really have created a culture of joy in your house, you know, in your marriage. And, and it definitely goes beyond that, you know, as you meet people at church, you know, Don, we've sat and talked about how do you bring people who normally can't sit in the same room together, come together and have maybe joy together. What are some things that you guys could help us learn from that? You know, what are some places you look to, to find joy? What are ways that you orient your day? Maybe how you uh, do things together, division of labor, those sorts of things. You go first. <laughs> well, um, I can, I can think most of the time I take joy from Don's joy because there's practically nothing he doesn't like. I mean, he didn't like Brussels sprouts for a while, but I found a recipe, <laughs> found a recipe that he liked. But um, so, I mean, if I'm if I'm seeing the negative side of something, I can Don will always see the positive, and that helps me to realize that there is, you know. We once heard this principal talking about um, when he interviews new parents to the school and um, the parents will say, well, you know, what's this community like? And he'll ask them, well, what was your former community like? And if they say, people were wonderful, we just loved it, they were so friendly, he'll say, you'll probably find it the same. And if they say, the people were terrible, they were always in our face, we didn't mm -hmm. like it, he said, you'll probably find it the same. <laughs> and I... I think um, that really made an impact on me because I think um, I see that the same circumstances can hit Don differently from me and it makes me realize that I can look at them from another perspective as well. Hmm. I, um, that's really sweet. I, um, I guess I hear in your question, Edison, um, something that is um, more difficult to talk about um, and that I, that I have learned and am learning. And I want to give a, a shout out to an um, English professor at Calvin College. His name is Don Hedinger. And Sherry knew him before I knew him. And as a matter of fact, he recommended me for my job teaching at Calvin uh, 25 years ago, and I got the job. Um, so that was, you know, we're, we're grateful to them. Um, to, to this fellow Don and his wife. And he still teaches there. And he and I are good buddies and we try to be accountable to each other for certain personal things and try to text each other every day. Um, and one of the things that he tells me to do, which I started trying to kick in in a serious manner, maybe, I don't know, three, four months ago, five months ago, and that is to listen. <laughs> I am an extrovert and she's an introvert. And without realizing it, I'll just fill up the, 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 the time. I'll fill up the space by whatever happens to come into my head. And that, you know, I mean, if somebody says something, you know, and then you go say whatever you say, you know, you can, without realizing, you take away their time and their space. You know what I mean? And yeah. everybody who knows me knows I, I talk way too much. <laughs> 
So I've been trying to focus on, to, to respond to Addison's question, what do you try to do to uh, generate uh, more joyous togetherness or that kind of thing? I've been trying to shut up. I'm trying to listen. Um, I have gotten a lot better, but I really have so far to go. But it makes a, it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. Our time at breakfast is better if I concentrate on listening. Yeah. And of course, I, I get to receive more. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. One of the things I really appreciate about both of you is just your humility to talk about those things. That's, uh, that's really encouraging. Well, and I would just add, Addison, that um, we're both very much aware that the fact that we're together is a God thing <laughs> mm-hmm. and that God brought us together for our own good. Um, and so that we really, uh, we know it's joyful. I mean, it may, you know, the parts of it that might seem harder are going to end joyful. And um, that we, we both uh, affirm that. It's true. Yes, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I think, and maybe that's where we just wrap this up. It's just been so good to, to have you here. It's good for me to be able to hear you, see you a little bit. And because there's so much what you're reminding me of is the way that, you know, God has put his joy in you, but it's in your working that out together. Uh, You and, you know, Don and Sherry there, it's an increased joy. And of course that's true amongst the community of God too, not only in a marriage, it's when we come together, we, we see that really joy uh, bloom and flower grow and we we long for that we're, we've been missing that a little bit as we're not able to gather but we certainly hope that very soon we will be able to do so i'm reminded of paul who says rejoice in the lord always and again i say rejoice what i've always been challenged by that is it's not a suggestion but it's in the imperative mode mm-hmm. it's it's a command and I, again, that doesn't mean that everything is perfect, that uh, we're just Pollyanna-ish about uh, the, the hardness or the vicissitudes, to use an old word of life, uh, but th- those things are real. But there is joy in our Savior. There's a party going on, and, and we mm-hmm. get a chance to... Uh, uh, to really celebrate that. So thank you for joining us. I'm sure our Christchurch community and all that are listening with us today uh, also benefited from hearing you. Uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Maybe Addison can close us with just a word of prayer. Yep. Father, we are thankful for uh, the Levies and, and what they bring to the table, not only in this conversation, but in our community. Uh, being really uh, two folks that we can look to that have the power of joy because they understand their place in a relationship with you and how that impacts their marriage and how it impacts their relationships and, and how it impacts their community, which is all of us. And so we're very thankful for them in that. And we're thankful for their humility to come on this, this, this today and, and talk about these things. And we just pray that this would be working in the lives of those that have heard it. We want to bring you the glory. We want to have find our joy in you. So help us to rejoice always again, as Paul has said, to rejoice in you and in the gospel. We pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're glad you checked us out. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website. It's Christchurchgr.org. 
That's ChristChurchGR.org. While you're there, check out the Staying Connected During COVID-19 page for more resources, our home worship guide, the latest podcast, and other ways to stay connected. You can find this podcast on many of your regular podcasting apps, or that is through Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you enjoyed this content, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, sharing this episode with a friend or family member is a great way to keep them connected. We're so glad you checked in. We'll see you next time. Thank you.